Somebody say you got a new friend But does she love you better than I can? And there's a big black sky over my tongue I know where you're at, but she's around to small state of big takes this is episode 157 opening take for steven o scott what do you got yo 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 what's good another year older feeling extremely old this time around shout out to my boy ben porter who we just met in the flesh and is here today unbelievable they say never meet your heroes but i did and i'm <laughs> very happy i did ben you're the man thanks for coming on oh yeah Oh yeah. Thank you guys for having me. What a pleasure. Um, 157 is, is pretty impressive. That's a lot, man. Um, and number, I don't know, five or less, uh, on the new, the new network. So congratulations for that. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Number two on the, on the small state, big network.com era. And, um, Josh has football today, so basically Ben's just replacing Josh. Um, so you better come up with some wild, wild takes because that's what Josh is known for best. I, I kind of forgot that's the whole point of this pod, and I'm, I'm kind of unpre- <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I, I did only get like an hour's notice here, so mm-hmm. I'll try to I'll try to come up with some stuff though. Hit us with a take, Ben. Come on, what you got? Right off the dome, right now. Uh, uh, instantly. Um, Broadcast need to stop talking Astros cheating scandal has to stop. Yeah. It's been, it's been too long. Adam Wainwright just said, you know, I'd much rather be talking about what kind of food is in this ballpark, but um, they, they got to stop it. That's my take. I agree. Even though they're a bunch of cheaters for life, I'm, I'm sick of hearing about it. We need to move on. We need the Red Sox to just play the, them in the ALCS and what their ass into shape. Was it for all? It's really fine by me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Which channel's the game on, by the way? I got to turn it on right now. Uh, FS1. Tell you what, the FS1 broadcast last night, rough. It, dude. That was uh, that was a tough broadcast to listen to. I came real close to go in mute mode and just like listening to a podcast during it or something. But I I, I probably should have done that for my own peace of mind. But that, that was tough this week. Why? Why does John Smoltz hate the Red Sox and Fenway Park so much? What happened there? Because he he hates Fenway Park. He was constantly talking about the field dimensions and how brutal it is as a fielder and a pitcher. And like I know he sucked at his brief time here, right? Yeah, he was terrible here in his brief time. But he has a clear bias against them and. On that Verdugo tag up, like, yeah, you shouldn't have tagged up, but he was like his glove to me clearly never, or his mitt, whatever it was, never went off the bag. And right away, Smoltz was like, yep, it comes up. It turns out like they held the call, but man, after watching all those camera angles, I can't believe his mind was not changed that the mitt didn't come off the bag. So I I thought that, I thought he just got the tag down like in, in real time. I thought he was out at first, but I was shocked at that too. They just wouldn't let up on, oh, here, you see it comes up. No, no it doesn't. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. No, that, that felt like an NFL call, too, where it was like, honestly, if it was called the other way, it probably would have stayed. You know what I mean? Where it was like not enough evidence to overturn it type shit, which, again, because I, I genuinely think it was the wrong call, but it's a tough angle. But, it, I, yeah, like you guys said, looked like the heel stayed on. But, uh, but no, not, not a good sign when you're listening to a broadcast and you're like, you know what? I don't even know. A-Rod might be better than this. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's when you know you, you're desperate times. Let me ask, let me ask you, let me ask you guys this. Who would you, who would you have on? Is there, is there one broadcaster or a guest broadcaster or somebody that, that you'd 
feel like is must listen when they're on the on the call other than Orsillo, oh, maybe oh okay. yeah i was gonna Meet say like, as the color guy every time seriously yeah. i love, I love Eck. Eck. me too absolutely egg is the man especially in i think he thrives in three-man booths so you get like Eck, and i don't know who, who maybe the best play-by-play is these days i'm still a joe buck guy personally but he probably only does world series games I don't, unless i just haven't heard him on in the in the playoffs yet uh but Eck like I don't know how Eck would get along with Joe Buck I think part of the reason Eck's so good is because he gets along with O'Brien well even right. though you know everybody has their opinions on him <laughs> as a play-by-play okay. guy he's all right. Dave, poor, he's poor Dave O'Brien like that was just impossible shoes to fill I with Rosillo I loved I him on the radio to be honest with you I, I enjoyed him that. yeah he was that. great on the radio with Joe He's got a great voice. He's so, but he's like you said, he's so vanilla that like he goes perfectly with Eck. So Eck will fill in with some, you know, crazy terms and whatever he says. And then OB's there to to actually make the call. So I I like that booth. That that walk off call, like what was that, a week or two now? I'm trying to think of which game (laughs) it was, was pretty rough. It was when when Debra said the goal had a homer in the top of the ninth against the Nationals. That's what it was. Yeah, and it was like you would have thought it was game fifteen <laughs> like of the game, season. It was like game like, one twelve. Was like we're going to the yeah, all-star the break or something. Of the season. You know? <laughs> I have a big take for you. I'm not a big fan of Matt Vescursion. Oh, I don't think that's a big take. No, I like Matt Vescursion. Like hates him. I like Matt really? Vescursion, the MLB morning with Mark DeRosa guy. I don't like Matt Vescursion, the play-by-play guy. I think he. I like. Him. I like him as an MLB the show guy. I, uh, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. Some of those calls are funny. Santa Maria. Yeah, of course, everybody goes to that one. I appreciate his voice, but I feel I have a weird feeling he hates the Red Sox, and I feel like Ken Rosenthal hates the Red Sox. That's my, that's and, my... and when he's in the booth with A Rod on Sunday nights, it's just a you know, it's a Yankee fest. A Rod's talking yeah, about Steinbrenner and Vaskersion's just feeding into it, and ugh. Dude, A Rod makes no sense to. He'll just talk. <laughs> and it's just like the stupidest shit where he's just like, you know, here's a little inside scoop. It's like, I think Alex Cora wants them to score here. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, you don't say A Rod. So, you know, I almost feel I want Matt Vasgersian to get a better booth just to see because I feel like he gets tossed the shit where it's just like, what do you say to that? You're like, right. Oh, A Rod, that's a that's an excellent point. Like, what? I don't even know. But, um, but no, he's got a great voice. I, it's been a rough year or two years, I would say. He's not coming back to Sunday Night Baseball, though. Did you guys see that? I did see that. Yeah, who are they Who are they replacing him with? I don't think it's been announced. I don't think so either yet. So my, my idea for Sunday Night Baseball is they just bring in a guest host every week. You know, do, do McAfee, do Shaq, have, have Bill Walton <laughs> in the booth again. Snoop! Do Snoop, yeah. It would be amazing. <laughs> People would tune in just to see oh, that. I think it'd be fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love when they have former athletes on, even if it's not baseball guys. Um, but I do like when they bring in, you like, or like a guy like when Poppy's in the booth for an inning or something, and you get that, you know, I think A Rod's pretty unbearable these days, but he lightens up a little bit when he gets, you know, an, an inning with Poppy or something like that. I mean, Wainwright's been in Wainwright's been in the booth. He's in the booth right now, and, and it's been great. I yeah. mean, get get Mike Trout in the booth for the playoffs or something. Wait, Adam Wainwright's in the booth right now? Yeah. No way. With uh, Pruszynski and uh, I don't know who plays. I forget who the third guy is. But James uh, Benetti's not bad. I feel like he might be the guy. Realistically, Benetti. For... Yeah, I like Benetti. Yeah, and that that would be a solid one. Um, but but yeah, no, that that would be fun though if they mixed it up and just did it. Even just like do like the kind of the home team type deal where it's kind of like little little home field broadcast in a way. That would be yeah. kind of a, a nice little spin on it. You know who's awesome uh, is Beth Mowens. She does she does the uh, college softball World Series, and then she did a, a Cubs home game. She was like the first woman to do a play by play for a game. She was amazing. Yeah, that whole broadcast was a, a woman broadcast, right? Yeah, for that that game that was so cool that they did that. But like, yeah, like do something, something like that. I don't know, but that that's my idea for for Sunday night baseball. I appreciate that, Jake. That's a good one. You know, I kind of miss I miss Joe Morgan and uh, R.I.P. By the way, but in uh, what's the other guy's name that was that used to be with him? Joe Morgan and um, oh shit, I don't know. I don't remember. Hmm. But John Miller, something Miller. 
I don't know. They were Sunday, Sunday Night Baseball forever, weren't they? Who knows? Whatever. I miss those guys. Um, yeah, it was John Miller. Yeah. Nice call. Thank you. For 20 years, 1990 through 2010. They had a good run. And John Miller still with the Giants. I think. Remember Steve Bruthume? ESPN? Easy boy. Uh, so, biggest news here is that the Red Sox are in the ALCS. And this team is just awesome. Yes, sir. And, I mean, by the time this is out, we'll know who they're playing. But right now, Astros are up 6-1. to one, So, it looks like they'll be playing the Astros, who the Red Sox always have issues with lately. But I don't know, man. I think uh, I think they can hang with anybody right now, the way they're hitting and the way that um, they're getting really clutch performances right now. Like Pavetta the other day at his Eovaldi game. Um, Whitlock last night in game four comes on and, and he's nails. So I think I think they can hang. I think they've got the – as long uh, – of course, it's silly to say, but as long as the bats stay hot, I think they got a chance. And the bats are hot right now, so they're uh, – kind of getting hot at the right time. And the, the vibes in the, in the clubhouse are unbelievable right now. I mean, every, every day you're getting stories of, uh, you know, Jose Iglesias telling Christian Arroyo how to bunt and like, you know, contributing when he's, when he's not even playing or, um, Kike going to pick up Garrett Whitlock after he had a tough night. Um, that stuff is, is huge. And it, you know, it goes, you know, you can't really quantify it, but that type of stuff is the stuff you hear when a team when a team starts winning the postseason. Dude, I'm I am shocked about how much Jose Iglesias is involved with this team. Like even still, it's so cool to me. I think it's really cool. I like seeing those guys in the dugout still. Like even Salamore not on the roster, but still in the dugout, still popping bottles and shit. That's and Barnsey too. He looked pretty happy. I yeah. was I, yeah. that was a, a good. One. Hopefully, he's. I I hope he'll be on the roster for the next series. To be honest with you, I just think. He's not on this. I thought he made it this this series. He's not. He got put, he got put on when Richards went onto the IL. But he yes, didn't. Usually he, he wasn't. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Um, and the and I was going to say, going back to that bunt, shout out Christian Arroyo and Travis Shaw for playing a little small ball there, just making contact. Um, without the sacrifice bunt, without the I mean Shaw just had an O2 fight it off pitch and ended up reaching base there without those two hits. I mean, who knows? We could be looking at a game five here tonight. That's true. That, that was also a great, I think it was a great play by G man Choi at first to extend the game by one at bat, one batter. I know it didn't really matter in the end, but uh, I feel like a lot of people were like, Oh, you got to pick that or whatever. But if he picks that hits the heel of his hand, the run scores, the game's over. So Keep the double play intact. I thought that was a solid play, but that's baseball. And Travis Shaw, you know, he did the thing, extended the at bat, which is fantastic. That's true. And it worked out. How'd you guys feel about that Renfro play? Oh, the, the, uh, uh, the ground rule double, double thing? Rule, yeah. rule 508. It's a uh, really <laughs> silly, dumb rule, but a rule nonetheless. I, I kept I kept seeing stuff about how. Uh, it's the Red Sox version of the tuck rule, and I think that's pretty accurate. No, yeah. I come on, no, it's what? not. I'm not apologizing for this one. No, I'm not, not apologizing no. for either We're not of doing them. That. What do you that's mean? That's a slippery slope, Oliver. Why? Oh my god! god. What? what? No. no response. Wait, no, that's a negative thing. You don't realize that? Yeah, that's a negative for thing. Me? Where they act like they're. It, it's a negative thing. People throw Why? the tuck rule as that yeah. the the NFL made a rule. In, a, in the sense that it helped the Patriots and Tom Brady. This was already an established rule. rule, essentially, where it was kind of like the tuck rule all of a sudden just became the thing that, like, benefited the Patriots and no one else, and it was kind of at their – at I Tom Brady's. I, 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 Agreed, listen, it's a negative I, thing that you're – I was like, seven years old when that happened. I was there. under the impression that the tuck rule was already established and they dug it up because it was a rule. So you're telling me that they reversed that call and then made a rule it's, afterwards? No, it's it's being thrown out as a negative. That's what I'm saying in terms of like it's when I think what who is it? Tony Maz is the one who like said that. It's like this is the I, that was a big talking head on Twitter that said it. it's like this is the Red Sox version of the Tuck rule. I don't want to hear that. I don't care. You saw the clip of Kevin Cash arguing for the same call. 
to benefit yeah. the Rays like what two was that year or two ago? Yeah. Two years ago, yeah. Yeah. So it's like I, I, I don't know. I, I'm glad that hopefully we move on from it because I just I, I hate that narrative to be honest personally. Hmm. The the baseball rule book is the best. I mean, there is anything could happen. A car could drive through the green monster onto the field and hit a hit a ball in play, and there'd be a rule like in the case of a car driving onto the field. <laughs> Or it'd probably be ancient, you know, in case of a, an automobile rolling onto the field. <laughs> a horse carriage is in play. Yeah, in case of a horse carriage, all batters, all batters advance two bases from the time of whatever. It, it's just <laughs> so specific for everything. And, and I love that, you know, credit to the umps for actually getting the call right. But that was that was funny to me. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, maybe, I don't know. I'm... Maybe it's more reminiscent of the... Um... The Mookie Betts fan interference call in 18. Remember that where that was kind of a controversial call and Joe West actually got that one right too. That's still like uh that's still like umpire's discretion though. Yeah, that's what I mean. Relating, you know, this was mostly umpire's discretion, like on what to do and on what happened. And they I don't think made, so though. Made the right call either way. Well, well part of the, normal part of the doubles, you can decide where they go, right? Right. But it, because this was a different one, I don't think they really had the same leeway. I, that, that was my understanding of it. I could be wrong. I, I'm curious. I'm curious if they just happened to get the call right. And then later we're like, <laughs> nope, nope. See, here it is. Time I think that's pitch. definitely how it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of the most know, reason or, you know, realistic out of everything. Yeah. That's why they got to mic up umpires and they can, uh, you know, they can put that out later and see here. Here was our discussion. Here's what we thought. Here's why we got it right. But there's no way one of those guys like, no, 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 guys, in the rule book, it says time of the pitch. I highly doubt that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm just in the moment. By the way, in the moment when that ball was hit, I thought that was a home run all day. Oh, it missed the wall by what? Half a foot? Yeah. If that? I I'm, I want to say, too, I'm so glad it happened to Kiermaier. I just hope <clears throat> his brain is broken. Cause he's like, he's such a psycho as it is. So like him, like something going wrong for him. He's like going berserk and his eyeballs are bugging out. It's like, Oh yeah. Cause he does have nice eyes, but I'm just happy when he's in. <laughs> when he's all freaking out. It makes me happy. He's a good looking guy. You can't, you can't have it all. Can't have it all. No. He almost did have it all. Cause he was making plays. <laughs> he he hold, that hose, that hose job last night. That was unbelievable. Yeah, it was. Oh yeah. I mean, normally, normally the right fielder takes that because he's running towards third already. But he's just like, nope, I got this. He fucking oh. loves it. He's a free agent this year, right? After this, mm-hmm. totally, yank. totally, yank. Yank. absolutely. They got Aaron Hicks on the hook for <laughs> another thirty million. Yeah, hmm. <laughs> I know. For another two, yeah, I forgot all about Aaron Hicks. He hasn't played in five years. He can't really throw anymore. Here, Myers, thirty-one. So he's perfect. You know, yeah. The, the giant, the giants, will, the giants will sign him for five years. Get a career, a uh, couple of career years out of him. All of a sudden he's yeah. getting 290. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Speaking of which, how's that series going? I, I actually have been behind the eight ball with all these series other than ours. Giants so. are up two to one and the Braves are up two to one and the Astros are up two to one. And they all play today. Red Sox are done. Red Sox are finito. Wow, that's that's amazing. We're the first ones. That's that's crazy. Yeah, we get to relax. It's kind of nice as a fan. Yeah. I can't believe we made it this far. It's so fucking cool. <laughs> so cool. I mean, I think I think when I was on the pod last, it was a season preview, and I said that the Sox were going to win eighty-four games. And you know, I, I want to. I, I I hope I hope High and Bloom is a. Uh, a listener. Um, so if he is listening, uh, I want to publicly apologize for, for doubting the moves that he was making and, and calling us, you know, Padres North. So <laughs> I, uh, yeah, sorry. I was wrong. He was right. Um, you know, the whole happy Gilmore. I'm, I'm not so attractive. He's very good looking that all that stuff. It's funny though, because I had a similar thought before the season started, and we, I don't even think we were being that negative. I just think that we just knew it wasn't like full time go. Let's let's make a World Series run, or at least I, I apparently that is the move. But like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that next year, or the year before, or the year after, I should say, is when we kind of expected that. I still think the team was better than they were last year, but but yeah, no, this is 
just outperforming. I, 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 I love it. And you, you got Verdugo going off in the playoffs too. That someone I'm trying to think of who said something to me, but they were like, "Man, they just made the the Mookie comp." And poor guy, that's gonna haunt him forever. But looks really good right now. Where it's just like, I think what does he have? Like one less home run than Mookie did in his entire like Red Sox postseason career. I want to say there's something he's got, crazy. He's I got more RBIs than him after like his first two games or something like that. Yeah, that's just nuts. Um, and again, I, it's such a small sample size for Mookie, realistically, but still, it is something that, like, I don't know, that that is kind of in the conversation. Mm. But I want to go back and re-listen to the episode now because I think I was, <laughs> I think I was a psychopath about the Red Sox like doing well, but it's just, it's just me. But I'm glad well, that I never really truly expected like a World Series run out of this fucking team. Like what? Well, e- even when we were in first, you know, by the trade deadline, it felt like they weren't all in either. You know, they didn't acquire anyone big aside from Schwarber, who's obviously been awesome. Um, but like from the front office perspective, it felt like, yeah, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And I feel like that's how all of us were. Totally. Shouldn't, yeah. Schwarber playing first base. I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> I'll tell you what, yeah. that was the momentum of the, of the whole game. That freaking, that freaking <laughs> uh, second flip there with the fist bump. That was that was awesome. The yeah. self-awareness. I love that. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's another thing. Like, you know, that's a team playing loose, having fun. Like if yeah. they're down or not necessarily if they're down, but like if he doesn't do that stuff or doesn't feel comfortable doing that stuff, you got to, you know, you got a team that's not loose enough to win the World Series. So that, that stuff is awesome, man. You're right. That is a big, uh, big one. Big game changer. Speaking of game changers, the White Sox. Said Cesar Hernandez get a single. Let's go. I still believe. There you go. Five down five. They got yep, time. Bottom of seventh. You know, these Astros just don't deserve anything. I'm sorry. But shout out Dusty Baker. I want to shout out the Red Sox again because this is what this episode's about. And <laughs> notice, just note how the Red Sox want. I think I saw CC Sabathia. Rate, um, rant about this. The Red Sox won a World Series in 2018 at an off year, traded away almost their entire core of Mookie Betts, Andrew Benintendi, Jackie Bradley Jr. After rotation, most of the bullpen moved on from, right? Craig Kermel let him go, traded or let, or didn't resign these guys, revamped, got, got these pieces from the Mookie trade, made some changes in the rotation, added a, you know, a Hunter Renfro, and um, and got further than the Yankees had been with the same exact core. So fuck the Yankees and shout out the Red Sox for basically com- doing a complete rebuild with the same Yankees core and being better than them back here just three years later. That's the Chaim, that's the Chaim Bloom effect. It, it the, is. Uh, how, how, how do you guys feel about the bullpen right now? Because obviously oh. team's playing great, but I feel like that's been a weakness the whole time. And even now, I, I mean, <laughs> still not great. my heart, my heart gets going. The only guy yeah. that I can like not worry about is like when Whitlock's up there, I'm, I'm chilling. Other than that, even when they put in, um, I mean, I guess I would kind of throw Pavetta in there because you'll probably see him out of the bullpen a lot. But other than that, even Hauk, you know, he lets up that two run homer to wander on a, like you could tell. From the get-go, his control wasn't there last night. And then he loses a fastball over the plate and Wander hits a homer. Um, but Cora, say what you want about him in general. He's he he's I'm not gonna praise him for being the best bullpen manager and game manager, but when the playoffs come alive, he seems to know what he's doing in the playoffs, at least. He he managed circles around Kevin Cash in this series for them for the most part, which is impressive because Kevin Cash, I think, is still one of the best managers in baseball. But Cora really made him look silly throughout the whole series. I think. Would you guys have pitched to Wander with the with first base open late in the game yeah. last night? I don't think I would have. The way he was he was hitting the ball, I don't know. <laughs> it was a crazy is a crazy move. And if you're going to you know nibble at the corners or something, he put one. He put one pretty close to the heart of the plate and he, he just popped it up to right. But man, I thought it was an easy, you know, take yeah. your base. Yeah. 
or yeah, like, or like you said, at least just pitch around him, make him do something silly where he reaches, which yeah. he probably wouldn't have. But yeah, no, that was that was risky. Wanda looks good. He really does look good. Yeah, he's gonna be annoying for like five or six years until they trade him. Yep. <laughs> just hope he doesn't end up in, in a Yankees uniform. They're not patient enough for that, though. They'll have Carlos Correa or somebody. Corey Seager. I think so. I think uh, Correa is a Yankee all day too. After all the shit talking, the fan base is done. Yep. Uh, oh my god, they would welcome that guy with open arms. Absolutely. Are you serious? No uh, I don't know. You think so? I think, I think they would. I don't know. I think that that's that's at, tough. At this, at this point, Yankee fans are. By the way, thank you for maybe keeping Aaron Boone again. Love to see that. Um, <laughs> they just refuse to change, and Yankee fans, I think, um, are desperate enough at this point where they don't care who's on their team. They just want to win. As, as long Correa as is the guy, judge. though. The Correa, Correa and Altuve, though, those are like the two guys where that's like that's testing that and pushing that theory to the brink of like, <laughs> if you're okay with that, you're okay with anybody. All of a sudden, it's like, I think I they really hate Altuve more than anybody because they they belch out those fuck Altuve chants like to this day still. Um, yeah. Gray just defended him so much though and defended yeah. the whole situation. So he was kind of the face yeah. of it realistically. He was the only uh, one that would talk. True, and he was talking shit too. Yeah, which you know what I I kind of respect it because it's like <laughs> you know what I don't blame him. Just like you know what, I just keep taking it, taking it, taking it. He was kind of just the villain. Yeah, we, yeah, we did it. You know. Is what it is. Altuve didn't. We did. Whatever. But my take at the beginning was that I'm tired of hearing about this. But you, <laughs> so I don't want to be a hypocrite. I don't want to. I don't want to be a hypocrite and weigh in myself <laughs> and linger on it. But that's fair. So confidence in the bullpen, though. That's scale out of one out of ten. How do you guys feel? Uh, to Ben's question there, in terms of the the current state of the bullpen, uh, or even just like late games, because I don't even know. Maybe at this point, are you guys in on? putting sale in a more of a, a, a bullpen role. I don't know. Maybe that's a whole other type of conversation with how he's looked. I know some people are kind of talking about that. He also like notoriously struggles against Houston. Uh, like even dating back to like 17 in the playoffs. And remember yeah, him in game Bregman one, he, hit that yeah. Bregman hit that bomb off him. Right. He let up like three home runs that, that game, I think. Um, I don't know. I'm probably at like a, because I have a lot of confidence in Whitlock and uh, Pavetta, pretty good confidence in Hauk. But other than that, like my confidence in Brazier is gone now. Um, I like Josh Taylor and Austin Davis. I'm probably right in the middle. I'm probably right around a five, I, I'd say. I'm similar. I'm not comfortable with Austin Davis. Um, Hansel against, Robles. Give me, give no. me Austin Davis against the lefty all day. But the Astros, like, put him in for Kyle Tucker or Jordan. Other than that, like, he's pretty yeah. useless. Hansel Robles is like the the Red Sox version of Nick Folk for me, where it's like he had a quiet <laughs> run of like dominance that I kind of didn't care about, and it's like sure that looks good on paper. However, many stretch like I forget how many innings in a row he had without allowing so a, a zero ERA, and I still don't trust him. I <laughs> yeah. still didn't trust him. And granted, I guess that's looked correct with his last couple uh postseason uh outings there but um but no i'm with you guys even like a guy like adavino it sucks it's like i feel like we can't trust him like at all oh. right now if you ask Which, me like at the even at the trade deadline or all-star break like how do you feel about your eight nine i'm like we have barnes and adavino i'm feeling great and barnes didn't make the roster and adavino <laughs> hasn't been seen i've i've never i've never been comfortable with barnes on the hill it's been it's Walker strikeout and the walks were were too many. Well, the first half of this year he was pretty automatic, and then um, whatever happened, fatigue, mental breakdowns, would be spider attack, whatever it may ended up being, something happened, and he was clearly just a completely different pitcher in the second half. Yeah, but notor- but notoriously, I agree. Yeah, he's really a strikeout or walk guy. I, I don't want to jump to the offseason too much or like just thinking about that because obviously we got an ALCS to play, boys. But I do think they need a closer in terms of like I, I, I think we're it's great. It's been gravy of what Barnes has been able to give you. You got him on a pretty solid value contract. It's not terrible. Was it 18, 19 million for two years? 
That's yeah, kind of high sure. for like a setup man, but still, whatever. It's not like you had to pay him crazy closer money. Uh, but I kind of want to go out and get uh, a closer to some degree, which I, I, I kind of doubt they would actually do that just because I feel like I've been saying that for years uh, <laughs> since Barnes was like the only option. Um, but yeah. There, so, there's still time for someone to, I mean, Whitlock's been great, but there's still time for someone to kind of establish themselves as that like, hey, I'm, I'm nails when you need me. So true. True. If, if that happens, probably, you know, that's the A option, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm all in on Tanner. Tanner Huak. As a closer? Yep. That's that's my that's my uh big take of the future. I think I think that they're priming him like a Papa Bond style. Even though he pitches multiple innings now, I think at some point they're gonna be like, yo, give it a try. I think he would feel that like are you gonna say righty Josh Hader? Sale, yeah. righty sale. Uh, I was gonna say like put him in, yeah, righty sale in that Josh Hader role. Maybe I, I, I can be a bit definitely talked into that. But if you do that, you gotta stretch out Whitlock or go sign another back end rotation piece in the offseason. I just feel like they don't really commit to him as a starter too. So obviously he's coming out of the bullpen now, but they they are kind of not they're kind of weird with him. And I just feel like at some point next year, I think he'll be the guy. Or you watch it at like spring training and be like, you know what? We're going to try Tanner out of the <laughs> I think it was an innings thing with him at one point, though, because they were skipping him at starts because it was like a big jump up in yeah. previous years. Because I was talking shit to Connor about it. Like, you idiot. Why are you rostering Tanner Houck fantasy baseball? <laughs> well, I mean, early on, it was, you know, Garrett Richards was the worst pitcher on the planet after they after they banned spider tax. So people were like, who, who should be in instead? And, and Houck was Houck was the guy. He's only got two pitches or whatever. But I mean, <laughs> it was kind of kind of easy to put him in there when when uh, Richards started to suck. Right. That, that but, is true. I think it, I think it'd be fun to watch Sale go six and Hauk just come in seven, eight, nine. If if Sale does well, it's pretty much the same thing as from the other side. That would be a dream. I think <laughs> that would be awesome. Wishful thinking, maybe. Also, you know what? Shout out to Eovaldi because he's he's one where it's, I did not feel good about that contract, and it's like, oh, you just gotta hope that he can be a solid middle of the rotation guy. He's been awesome and just like just such high energy too. I just I I love watching him pitch. I'm glad to have been wrong about him being like a, a good contract and just, I don't know. At this point, you're almost what we're at year two that deal. Yeah. I think Three? there's two more, right? Yeah. yeah it's almost or, like, Oh, no, damn, it might just be I'm one more. more. See, I'm already like, Oh man. Right, they, want, ex- they, they won an 18. Yeah. But like <laughs> they won an 18. Then his 19 was injury riddled and not good. And then 2020, although it was COVID year, he was really good. And then this year he was also really good. And he's proven to be really good in the playoffs, no matter if he's out of the bullpen or a starter. Guys, he he led the AL in uh, war on Fangraphs for yeah. pitchers. That's incredible! Wow, he should be in the he should be in the side. He's not, but he should be in the Cy Young conversation. Yeah, because he has an inflated ERA. Yeah, but yeah, he's been amazing. It's been awesome. Every time he's on the bump, I've felt comfortable this year, and I can't say that about pretty much anyone else. Yeah, I agree. And he's got a little personal catcher thing going with Ploiecki now, um, which I'm here for. I don't. I'm not a big personal catcher guy, but if the shoe fits, wear it type of thing. So don't don't ruin that here. And I think you see Evaldi and Ploiecki. They'll be together for the rest of the year, and then probably next year if he if Ploiecki's still around, which I think he will be. The, the I jersey, love Ploiecki. Yeah. The, the one jersey I have is JBJ, but it's number twenty-five, so I can I can use that as a Ploiecki jersey. So I'm all for it. <laughs> I saw you in that Ploiecki jersey the other night. That was that was really cool. You were totally yeah, man. <laughs> I've ever seen the Ploiecki jersey. I <laughs> know. <laughs> gotta gotta get some duct tape and a sharpie, but but it'll 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 play. It'll play when when Nate's on the hill. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I guess probably one last thing here is that the crowds at Fenway have just been incredible from the wild card game to what we saw. I mean, I didn't go to any of the DS games, but from what we saw and what we've heard from the players and everybody, the crowds have been incredible there too. Uh, that the wild card game is probably is no, uh, by far the second best um, sporting event I've ever been to. That was incredible. Second best. What was your top one? Uh, I went to the Patriots Ravens game with the, um, 
the Edelman to Amendola pass, t- touchdown pass. That that game nice. was sick. Cool. Sick, like a long game. Yeah, they're down down, down by 14 twice, and they end up winning. That was uh, although the weather was miserable, that was just crazy. So that's cool. Yeah, that was that was all time energy at the at the uh, wild card. I mean, and and every other game. I mean, playoff baseball is the best. It always finds a way to be close. And I mean, when the game's close, I mean, I didn't sit down the entire time at that wild card game, and we were still up three or four the entire game. So these ones where, you know, where it was tied late in the game, it must have been must have been nuts. I mean, and you can you can see and hear that in the in the videos. But, um, yeah, it's been, it's as good an atmosphere as there is to watch a game. And, and it's been electric. I don't see that changing either. With the, if we play the Astros, man, it's going to be fucking wild yeah. to bring the fucking heat. Dusty Baker can kiss it. I'm sick of these guys. Oh, look at Altuve right now. Oh, my God. Is he in this? <laughs> shout it out, Dusty Baker. <laughs> yeah. I just shouted him out, and now I hate yeah. him. By the way, Dusty Baker can jam it. Love the guy, though. The uh, the Astros fans travel pretty well, I think, though, so that'll be interesting because uh, the wild card game was full of Yankees fans. And by the way, we were sitting in the Yankee family section, and every Yankee fan I ran into – were was great totally I, I don't say that about like uh, i mean yankee fans online are terrible but the yankee fans all all the ones that i met there and even had conversations with were great it was a, there was a couple like steve that guy sitting next to me was an absolute lunatic he was a, a red Sox fan he was a he was a jerk too um when you're in enemy <laughs> territory though that's a survival mode you gotta be you're not no you're the not guy next to me was a red Sox fan no, I'm saying in terms of the Yankee fans, though, right? I mean, oh, yeah. I, I really haven't had too many bad experiences with, like, Yankee fans at Fenway. Of True. That's all. Yeah, if I if I were a Red Sox fan in Yankee Stadium, I'm sure it would be a different experience. But <laughs> haven't encountered that They're yet. They're not nice there. I don't I mean, think they are. We, we didn't have to be nice. We're, we outnumbered them, and they – I mean, we're nice. They were nice. Yankee fans at, at their home place, <laughs> man, they're we, 15. We chirped, a, we chirped a couple guys at the bar. Yeah, that's true. When we were there. That guy was that guy at the bar was pretty cool though. No, no, they 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 all they all were. I mean, it was like there was like one scumbag guy in my section, but that's just any game. So, no, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I wanted to hate everybody more. Yeah, kind of kind of rub it in a little it's bit. Like, more, let me but. let me not like you. There wasn't enough hate. You're right. You know what though? Maybe it's you know what I don't know because I hate this team, the Yankee team. But I don't, maybe they don't they don't hate us enough because our team is kind of likable. It is a likable team. The Yankees seem so easily like I hate them. Well, I wonder if they think that about about the Red Sox though, because like I can't fathom how anyone in their right mind likes Brett Gardner. No, uh, <laughs> but like maybe they think that about I don't know Christian Arroyo or some somebody. I don't know. Not Arroyo. He's innocent. Maybe Verdugo. I can see Yankee fans hitting Verdugo because he's got a little swag, a little cockiness to him, right? Yeah. Was it was it Yankee Stadium where they threw something at him and he he flipped out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd probably hit Verdugo if, I, if we didn't have him. I probably, I might too. If he was I, on, if I he was on, I would have Verdugo when he was even on this team. Yeah, I honest. hated him. Like, I hated him for a while. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you want me over? The grill, the, the photo with like the Red Sox magazine, yeah, or whatever, like beginning the of last year, with this, like stupid fucking grill. It's like, dude, relax. <laughs> like, what do you? you Welcome to Boston, like Jesus. He like hadn't played a game yet at that point. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, yeah, that was bad. That was yeah, it's not my style. Yeah, rock star. He's like hugging Poppy. He's like, dude, you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Just got here. He's talking with a Boston accent. Yeah, it's like, like shut <laughs> up, dude. Maybe it's his face. He did last night, right? He did the little fake. Cause yeah, I, uh, <laughs> that's okay now though. He can do it all he wants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm all about it now. I love you. He's Alex. heard it. He's- yeah, what, what do you you know? What's the equivalent for Yankee fans? They have the whole like, oh, Giancarlo earned his earned his pinstripes. Um, what's what's the Red Sox thing? You think he? I don't know. What, what, what can we say to kind of have our own little branding of that? Hmm. Uh, so you get a drink. You get a drink at Dunks or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get <laughs> iced coffee. <laughs> It'll be commercials, cup. commercials all off season. Come get the Verdugo today. Yeah. Speaking of which, how about Kyle Van Noy with freaking uh, 
Devin McCourty. They they like run the freaking Dunkin' Donuts around here. All the all the commercials are are those two. <laughs> I yeah. didn't know that. I haven't seen those. I didn't, I didn't every know every uh, Patriots game, they're like the main guys on on TV. It seems. And Poppy's everywhere. Poppy's everywhere. It's true. Poppy's gone like sh- full Shack mode with with taking every endorsement possible. Yep, he really has. Yeah, and and I don't blame Shaq, him, but it is funny. Commercials, they won't say no. <laughs> <laughs> Their agents just like you're gonna do it, aren't you? Yeah, he's racking yeah. them up. Poppy, I got a local car insurance salesman. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> he does not care. I love that about Poppy. He's been great on. He made he made a lot of money too. It's not like he like I don't know. Like even like Frank Thomas was like a little before like contracts got absurd. It's like Poppy made pretty good money. And granted, I know he was kind of a weird. Every year it was like a one-year contract or so it felt, um, but he made money. I don't know. I don't know he's been doing. he's been great. I, I think one of you guys said um, that like when A Rod's on with him, like it's a breath of fresh air, and A Rod's almost better. Poppy's been amazing in those the Fox broadcasts, like you know the the pre and post game analysis. Like that's been awesome. Yeah, Poppy, Poppy does his thing, man. Poppy, you know, Poppy and this- Pedro, Pedro too. I could listen to Pedro talk about pitching all day. I love it. Pedro still says some shit where you're like, damn, I didn't even think about that. It's yeah. Like, oh, look where – I heard a long time ago, Pedro used to watch the, the hitter's bat waggle before the, the pitch, and that would, like, indicate where their hot zones were, and then he wouldn't throw it there. <laughs> so, I mean, uh-huh. you know, there's so much there's so much research and video analysis now, so they probably don't need that, but, like – for a guy to notice that back then, oh, you know, he he waggles his bat low in the zone before the pitch. Um, I'm going to throw it up. Like that's that's right. genius stuff. He's locked in. Those are the those are the uh, those are the little sound bites that that they want to get from those guys, as opposed to a Rod, who's like, you know, you want to hit the ball over the fence. <laughs> Explain like, oh, the concept shit. of baseball. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about uh, closing takes here? Takeaways, uh, and it could be anything related. I mean, the um, the Patriots also play, and they traded Gilmore. But other than that, whatever. We're in Red Sox mode. I got one from the the Chiefs Bills game. I if you were to power rank the quarterbacks right now after seeing that game and how Mahomes looks, I think you'd go with two or three even quarterbacks ahead of Mahomes right now in like quarterback power rankings. He looks lost. Josh Allen. You didn't hear me. I heard it. Josh Allen. Hell yeah. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, Herbert, and there's probably a third. I, I gotta, I gotta Lamar was Lamar. incredible last night. Yeah. I, that's, I'm still afraid of Lamar to commit. Yeah. Like he's streaky. Granted, he saved me in a, a, a fantasy matchup last night where it was like, I was, Dawn lost and all of a sudden like 40 second half points. Um, but still I just and think Brady. But like long, long, like long right? Brady's not long term, obviously. Yeah, but no, but even Freaking Brady. to be honest with you, Brady has not looked good. Like even he, just like looking what he did not look good the last like three weeks. He, he beat up on the for great against the Dolphins. He, he, Dolphins he did okay. He, he, <laughs> no, was, he, wasn't great. he wasn't great against the Patriots, but outside of that, I think he's been pretty damn good this year. I don't know. I I think he's he when he's missed, he's missed pretty bad, and it's just I don't know. I'm I, I he's still top five or so, but uh, but yeah. So I would probably take Josh Allen or uh, Justin Herbert though as like the top two like right now quarterbacks, which I I don't think I could have ever imagined myself thinking that just because mm-hmm. the whole decision making everything it just doesn't make sense. He's got the best wide receiver, the best tight end, and he's still he's got more interceptions than he has in like the last two or three years. And I want to shout out to our boy, Jake Morocco, because the other day he tweeted, I've never been more wrong about something than I was about Josh Allen. And I have to piggyback on that because. Thank you. Uh, I, I finally caved in when I traded for him in a fantasy league and it's that two keeper fantasy football league or two quarterback league. So they're even more valuable. And uh, ever since then, I'm like, fuck it. I guess I, I have to accept this. He's the man. He's he's breaking every stereotype. He's crazy. He's insane. Um, dude, shout out Dolphin Knox, too, who's turning up now, finally. Something clicked in Josh Allen's brain where he's like, you know what? I think dude, I'm long good. ago. I think I'm good. Years Not ago. Not too long ago. 
Oh, dude, last I wish year. that happened. Last year. You didn't believe me. I, I was saying this freaking 20 years ago. Oliver okay, just... but you were wrong then. You were right. I was year. right from the start. You were right no. last year. You were wrong the three years before I, that. I was, I, was, I, I was two years old. He wasn't even born yet. I knew he was going to be the GOAT. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> While, while we're on uh, while we're on football, um, I will do everything. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree, but I will do everything in my power to discredit uh, Seth Wickersham's book and try to dissuade people from from buying it. That's right. It came out today. I have a copy waiting for me. I forgot to go get it. Shit. Are you gonna you gonna read that? You're paying you're paying this guy royalties, dude. Uh, you know what, Ben? I, I I love you, but I gotta I gotta disagree with this here in right. terms of that- the Wickersham. That's what, I this don't is, know. that's what this is for. We, I, I, I was heavy into that when that first uh, article on ESPN came out. And then we, we have a buddy who went to Mizzou, highly esteemed <laughs> journalism school. Wickersham is from the, he also went to Mizzou. So <laughs> I, you know, I have more of respect for Wickersham. And granted, I think that he's, he's speaking from a certain lens. And there are certain comments that yeah, make me crash. think that. No, no, I know. But like, even even for Belichick to say, I don't even think I've ever talked to that guy. And Wickersham's like, I mean, we've had private conversations. Like, it is just interesting. Like, there's something there that Belichick doesn't want us to know. That's what I'm curious about. I don't know if this is going to have the answers. Um, but I will say this. After the game the other week, it was nice to see that or hear that they kind of had a, a private moment in, in chat. So it seems like Brady and Belichick are probably good. Uh, but still, I, you don't want to know what like what shit really went down to lead to Brady like leaving. I like, want to know it, about Belichick Butler. Go? I, I don't want. I don't know. I don't want to know from a parking lot attendant. You know, I want to know from from Brady <laughs> and Belichick if they ever do a sit down or something. I'm all ears. But you know, it, it, the last time when when he wrote about like the you know the imminence of the fall of the dynasty, he was he was quoting you know, unnamed sources that people found out had no credibility, or at least that's what I saw. And then, you know, like you said, he's looking at it from the lens of them hating each other. And it's like, and it's such an easy, it's such low hanging fruit to get attention that I don't believe that it's, it's impartial. I, I want to believe you. I do. But then even like Brady's dad, have you seen that where it's like, he threw away all of his Patriots shit except for a license plate or like gave it away. Like there's, there's something there. You don't just do that. If it's like, Oh, you know what? My son moved on from his, his company or his job. And it's like, I don't know. Like if my parents did that, that'd be a weird move. Be like all this free shit that you gave us, like giving it away. See you later. Well, well, you'll, you'll have to, you'll have to text me when, when you read it and see if it's, see if it's legit or if you think it's, it's kind of hogwash, but. Um, no, I'll yeah. be curious. I guess no, I, I want it to be hogwash. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm I'm with you there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, I just think it's strange how, you know, you heard all the stories about how even Brady wasn't um you know wasn't immune to or or wasn't safe from kind of tongue lashings from Belichick. And like I feel like that's that was well established for years. And like the fact that people think that all of a sudden Brady can't take that anymore. I, I think, I think that's ridiculous or, but I don't know. I don't know what's in the book. I don't want to, I don't want to give that guy a dime. So <laughs> I'll, I'll hear what you have to say about it. Cause I respect, I respect your opinion. <laughs> I appreciate that. Now, are, are you guys, you guys in on it? The, the Wickersham book or I am I on an island here? I honestly, when it comes to these kind of books like that, I just, I don't even fucking give it any attention. It's like, you know what, dude? Yeah. If someday, if they ever have like a sit down talk, I'll listen to that. I don't really, I just don't fucking care. Like whatever. That's that's my, that's the plumber talking. I don't read. I don't know the last time I bought a book. So maybe that has a little bit of insight. And also I bought a book recently. I'll wait for the, uh, hopefully, Sixty between Brady and Belichick, as we had the uh, the two Bills. I hope we get like a Brady Belichick thing about that. Maybe one day, maybe in like twenty years, who knows? <laughs> but yeah, my biggest question that I would want out of the book is what is the real reason Malcolm Butler was benched? Because that cost two Super Bowls. So it better be something juicy. That's Steve, what, Steve, what book did you buy? Uh, Action Bronson's. I'll do Classic. it tomorrow. Fuck it, I'll do it tomorrow. And I read the whole thing. I read it in one day. So I can still read. Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm proud of you. 
and I, and I, I also bought his last book too, which was um, his cookbook. What the fuck? I was, was gonna it? say, it was, fuck, that's, fuck delicious. that's delicious. Yeah, it must have been what it was called. It was orange. Loved it. Same and I read Chase Serrano, Serrano's uh, book there, uh, basketball and other things. Oh yeah, that's about it though. That's where my book reading ends. Big action Bronson guy. Love oh, it. are you are you Ben? <laughs> I, I I like I like action Bronson. I haven't read any of his uh his work. Give it a read. It's I, I've listened, <laughs> but yeah. I don't I don't know him as a writer. Dude, it's <laughs> a multi it's not... multi talented individual. He is. You know, it's not steam literature, but if you read it. <laughs> If you read it, you'll have a good laugh on it, and it's written in a way that's like, like a dude wrote it. You know, <laughs> I enjoy it. I played some blue chips two for a girl recently, and she could not have been more appalled and just what? Like, oh. <laughs> just oh. like, it's a shame. It's like, what about the lyricism? What about this? Listen to this. It's like this is just terrible. Can you put something else on? <laughs> Dude, you said you I said got... you said get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Tuck and I roll. The... Dude, I got the '89 Firebird guns like Wyatt Earp. That's the that's one of the most amazing lines I've ever heard in my life. My favorite line that I she was not excited about at all, which I was very upset about, was the line where it's like, "All I do is eat oysters, speak six languages in three voices." I just love that's that line so much. It's amazing. That's so that, funny. That's from the. And other she loves album. oysters. It made no sense. What the fuck? It's a line specific to oysters. It's great. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, multiple times he's liked my Instagram uh, comments to him where I say he looks like Ruben Sierra. He just loves that. <laughs> if you ever comment, yo, you're looking like Ruben Sierra. He loves that shit. <laughs> I don't get know why. That. Get get action on the pod. That's Dude. that's the mission right there. I, that would be I, I would die. highest of highs. <laughs> I, that's like my, he's like my number one uh, celebrity. I, I would die if he came on. I'm gonna DM him right now. Fuck it. Manifest it. Manifest it. Gotta manifest it. It's happening. Action Bronson coming on. Oh, I can't. I can't DM him. Whatever. <laughs> in in the uh, in your next Instagram comment, yo, dude, you look like Ruben Sierra. P.S. Come on the pod. Come on the podcast. <laughs> come on my Rhode Island podcast with my bros, bro. Talk about guns like Wyatt Earp. <laughs> All right. Shout out Josh. Couldn't be here today, but was replaced by Ben. So. Um, you know, I'm sure Josh will listen and enjoy this. He usually listens when he can't make it. Uh, he's busy coaching football, so also don't be don't forget to try out um, Shocked Energy at shockedenergy.com promo code SSBT. You can also get the link on our website at smallstatebignetwork.com. There's a link that'll take you right there and apply the code automatically. If you get confused on how to uh, plug in the code at checkout. Um, well, their pods dropping this week on the small state. Big we've got, right? we've got a new episode of the new baseball pod Brox meets Boston that I'm doing with a friend of the program, Frankie. I don't, um, he was on once at the beginning of the baseball season. I was probably back in like May or June. Um, little ambidextrous kid. He, playing in college next year. He's going to be a senior in high school, diehard Yankees fan. So we got a little fun dynamic going there. He, he throws, he throws both. Yeah. He, he touches, he almost touches 90 from with both arms. Whoa. I think he has one of those special gloves. Yeah, he does. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Pat Vendity. So yeah. 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 Amphibious local. (laughs) (laughs) That's a classic. Maybe maybe it's not 90. Maybe I think it might be 85. I don't know. I haven't talked impressive. to him about it in a long time. Either way, it's impressive for a 16, 17-year-old kid. Yeah. Very. Um, he's like 6'4". I guess he's a, just a unit, too. Uh, but he's a Yankees fan, so you got to hate part of him. He talks a lot of shit on Twitter now. Big I, shit you know, I appreciate it, but I'm like, you know what, dude? You Ted, see him. As, we, as I know him. Uh, yeah, Ted, Ted Bell, as his gamer tag <laughs> is. Um, same guy? Same kid, yeah. Uh yeah. Um I'm in a I'm in a fantasy baseball group chat with him too. And every time Aaron Judge hits a home run, he's like, Aaron Judge top five. Can't convince me otherwise. Aaron Judge top five. Dude, you know who's like that? Motionel. Every time Pete Alonso homers, he just posts a, he just sends like a the same gif of Pete Alonso just like walking. It's so yeah. annoying in our fantasy baseball group chat. It's the worst thing ever. Just be like middle of the season. No one's talked in a week in this chat. And he's just like, Alonso. <laughs> just like, okay. 
Fucking guy. So we've got that. We've got bad line calls, which um, Gilly are doing with another friend of the program. Um, that's that will drop that, it tonight or tomorrow morning. There you go. Sweet. And if you, I figured out how to get it on Apple quicker, so I can help you out with that if you haven't figured that out yet. Cool. Um, yeah. So bad line calls. You can find them on Twitter as well. And then we've we added um, Angry Turnup or Topher to the streamer list. He's up there on the website. He's live almost every day. So be on the lookout for his tweet, his his go live notifications. We've got uh, two stepped up there, a.k.a. Vinny, uh, self-proclaimed second best Madden player in the state of Rhode Island. Uh, solely not first because the best Madden player in the world, I guess, is also from Rhode Island. So can't really <laughs> call himself the best of the state. But nonetheless, great. He, he streams almost every Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. Madden, if, if that's your forte, go check it out. And uh, I think that's all. Oh, I put up a little notification when you go to the website now. Don't forget, Steve. Rematch, October 23rd, 11 a.m. Time, time currently 11 a.m. could change, probably won't. We'll be streamed live on Twitch, so we'll be sure to start pumping that up a little bit as well. Oh, my God, that's coming so soon. That's a week and a half away. When I tell you my cardiovascular endurance is at an all-time low, it might be at an all-time low. So we'll see. See how that matchup goes. I'm excited. I got really nothing to lose because there's no way I lose. Oh, shut the if, hell up. If I lose, there's no way it's 21 to 6. So at the end of the day. That's what you think, bro. It's you true. Negative. You never know. Maybe you just catch catch fire and go like Clay Thompson. I mean, who knows? Ben, any predictions in terms of the uh their their one-on-one hoops? Yeah, actually seeing our physical appearance in, in the flesh. What do you what do you think? Yeah, yeah. We 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 talked about this when when we met um before the wild card game. Uh, I didn't want to, you know, upset anybody. It, it's hard to go. It's hard to go against the the physical stature that that Oliver has. But um, oof, love to hear that. But but but, yeah. but oh. mentally, mentally, Ooh. there might be some complacency there, and the door very well could be open for a, you know, a, a hungrier dog to to run faster in this one. So, well, uh, I'm I not gonna make a, I'm not gonna make any picks, but. Oliver is definitely favored, I would say, but uh, you know, there's you know, dogs dogs have won in the past, so we'll see. Yeah, 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 Oliver. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Oliver, congrats on the uh, winning the uh, genetic pool of of height. <laughs> However, <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, never mind. I'm not going to say what I should have said. I would have said. I want. Yeah, you don't want to cancel us already. Oh yeah, it's getting yeah. But well, what I will say is I'm I'm mentally. I, I'm ready. I do yoga, and I have meditated on this many, many a time. Nice, nice. So I'm, he's man. visual. He's visualized, and and Oliver's just, you know, Oliver just struggling yeah. with Apple Podcasts while while Steve's getting ready for the rematch. So. That's right. Oliver's just clicking away over there with his freaking Dell laptop, just, and I'm over here, MacBook Pro in it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you can have the MacBook watching, Pro watching film, watching film of myself. Roughly, rough <laughs> estimate. How how many? like jump shots that either of you take in the last month zero uh no hesitation probably, i haven't touched probably, the basketball since july <laughs> i just played two weeks ago i forced my girlfriend to like go with me and we played basketball for about half an hour and that's I'm the in- dedication that will carry you to victory <laughs> right there he's got that on me for half sure. hour on a sunday i missed probably 80 percent of the shots and uh Felt terrible after I left. Shooting twenty percent, not yeah. It could be worse. Like, babe, I need you to play hard defense now. I gotta (laughs) work on this. Can you grow a foot, please? Yeah, no, yeah, she's pretty short, and uh, (laughs) yeah, she was trying to lay a shoulder on me, and it wasn't working. And I was like, you know what? I I don't know. And I'm gonna go see Oliver, and Oliver's gonna just be wearing his brass knuckles that day, ready to fucking run my ass over. (laughs) Where, uh, where is it being played, by the way? Stonington. Yeah, I gotta drive an hour, so let's. uh, (laughs) Yep. Yep, you know, I'll be camping legs, out there. Legs are gonna be stiff mm. as boards. Mm-hmm. I'll be camping out there. Don't worry. Favor. <laughs> yeah, I, live, I think I, live, I, think I just heard the, on the road. I think I just heard the spread go point in Steve's favor after that. Let's go, Oliver. You are so fucked, bro. Love you, man, but 
this is where it ends for you and right. your life. Okay. Well, I think that's going to do it as a wrap. I, we got everything out there. Next week, uh, we'll be back. Little Sox recap, see where they're at, and see how the Patriots do against the Cowboys and all that jazz. Um, see if any other uh, NFL head coaches get uh, canned for being absolute terrible people. Who knows? Hey, real quick, do you Meyer, see that? Like, yeah. Urban Meyer, yeah. You're next. Urban, yeah, true. You see, Abreu just got plunked and Larus is pissed off. Let's go. Yeah, Look at the benches. Larus is a clown. Um, all right, we'll see you next week. All right, peace out. See you guys. Bye.